Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> I'm on the highway to hell. Wrestling highway to hell. Wrestling highway to hell. I'm on the highway to hell. In a cell. I'm Adam Wilmot from What Culture. I'm Adam Nicholas Bill Chambers from What Culture. Talk about all the goings on in wrestling this week and look ahead to what's the pay view this weekend? Oh, yeah. Hell in a cell. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We'll review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course on wrestle culture as i said though joined by phil and nicholas to look ahead to hell in a cell at the weekend phil you'll be joining me for the live stream on sunday night i will caveat all this by saying we are recording this not only before smackdown where they're probably going to haul an extra five matches on but also on a thursday afternoon it's so things can change if something happens in the next 24 hours this is going to be out of date i apologize whatever regardless phil how are you feeling about sunday night uh, pretty good. I have just been editing Retro Ups and Downs, which is going out on Sunday, about Bad Blood 97. So I have literally just coming off the back of watching Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker Hell in a Cell. So I have massively set myself up for a fall this weekend. <laughs> um, but I think it'll still be good fun. If nothing else is going to be entertaining. Uh, we've got Roman Reigns kicking the absolute crap out of Rey Mysterio inside of Hell in a Cell. So that should be good fun. Yeah, I recorded the, the preview that's going to come out tomorrow now on Saturday me and Amphlet going into more detail about these matches and I think the way I worded that question at the time was can, can Rey Mysterio survive Roman Reigns because there isn't there isn't much debate I suppose how that one goes uh, Nicholas well, I can't imagine he's going to come away with the belt put it that way <laughs> he'll come away with something like with a concussion. dead son probably <laughs> a concussion a dead child <laughs> um, half a mask and maybe his other eye might need to be ripped out at this point. It's going to be brutal, I would imagine, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great how much Roman Reigns is going to hurt Rey Mysterio in in this match. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we saw the formula work really well with Brock and Rey, didn't we? So I think Roman probably will bring a bit more legitimacy to the sort of evil dark overlord in this match as well, which is just <laughs> going to be great, isn't it? Yeah, I have a theory about this match. Oh, hello. That doesn't actually involve Roman Reigns in it much, uh, but I'll tell you about that in due course. Uh, it, it, don't worry, it's not the world title ain't changing hands. It's it's something I've I've been wanting to see for a long time. That we could well be seeing on uh, on Sunday night. But before we get there, uh, let's talk about the other uh, big. Look at you L. with your cliffhangers, eh? What a guy! Oh yeah. Uh, let's talk. When's about that? This. When's that next advert coming in? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's talk about this last chance hell in a cell match for Drew McIntyre then challenging Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Uh, not to spoil uh, Saturday's preview, but me and Hamlet had very differing views on the way this one goes. What do you reckon, Nicholas? Is Drew McIntyre regaining that WWE Championship or are we finally moving on from this feud? Uh, I'd like to see the move on from the feud, to be honest. Um, I would quite like to see Bobby get a chance to just have an extended run with it. I know... It feels like we had this exact conversation before the match at WrestleMania, doesn't it? Where it was like, 
we, you know, Drew deserved something as a show of recognition, but ultimately taking the belt off him doesn't feel like the, the right time. I don't know. Um, I'd like to see Bobby keep it for the time being. Um, and to be honest, I think a lot of people want to see Drew, well, one, being used better, you know, for starters, and not just like, I think it's, I was doing a piece of Sidges the other day and he called him like an aberration on on Monday Night Raw, just floating around mm. the Monday Night Raw title scene, just like, ah, kind of deserve a shot still. And it, at this point, I don't know if he does. So I think <laughs> like, um, I guess if they do put it on him and it'll pay it off, but I don't think... I don't think they should go down that road, personally. What do you reckon, Phil? Yeah, I'm torn with this one. Because, um, I mean, mainly, I, d- I just want it to actually be the last chance. And we can finally move on from this after this. Uh, but then you think about the next show is Money in the Bank. If they're wanting some kind of crowd pop, they might want a babyface champion for at least one of the championships. And it's not going to be Roman, it's not going to be Rey Mysterio beating Roman Reigns. So the, the only other thing you can do it with is Bobby Lashley. And so maybe if they want a sort of big pop for at least one of their champions, uh, when the, when the crowds return at Money in the Bank, maybe they do, do put it on Drew McIntyre, but then you might do something at, at Money in the Bank when someone like a babyface wins the Money in the Bank thing. And then they cash in on that night and then you get a big babyface reaction there. So I don't know. I think the, Biggest thing, I don't really mind, to be honest, either way, who wins this. Um, I'd be happy with either one of them, but I just want to be able to move on from this now. Let Drew McIntyre get stick his teeth into something else, as like some other feud, and yeah, sort of get back on track with, with both of these characters that are very much slipping at the minute, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, I think Drew wins and we run this back again at Money in the Bank, I have to admit. Um, last chance, twice in a lifetime. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> this, is, this is only Drew's last chance. It's not Bobby's if Drew wins the title. Uh, and they can just do that for a bit. And then you've got SummerSlam. Where's no coming back for that in my insane worldview of it all? I still think it's a work that them saying, oh, yeah, no, we're not bringing back. Yes, you are. It's SummerSlam. It's a massive stadium. You're going to go bonkers with this. And yeah, you know, Bobby versus Brock's great too. But I got a feeling they're going to be like, yeah, we had the Drew match, but do we have the Drew match? So we can have the Drew match again because that one doesn't really count. And it was only like four minutes or whatever. I don't know. Regardless, I think I I I think Drew wins this, but I think genuinely this is the this is the hardest one to call. Phil, what do you make of the the whole Bianca Belair Bailey stuff? Because it's a bit like we'll talk about Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in due course, but both women's titles matches have been dreadful in terms of the build. I mean, it, almost every match on this card has had a bad build, but yeah, Bianca and, and Bailey in particular, uh, I mean, there's no baby face in Charlotte versus Rhea, which we'll talk about, but Bianca and Bailey has devolved into taking over TV screens as far as I can tell. Yeah, it all got a little bit raw on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's all just down to someone laughing and that's apparently a story now in WWE like Vince saw that she was sort of giggling in some things and doing that laugh that was just kind of a bit of an annoying character trait for a while that kind of fit the Bailey character and he's just like yes more of that and then just gone absolutely half a leather with it and made her do it way too much (laughs) Um, and but that's it that's the only story she laughed at Bianca for no reason and then Bianca now laughs at Bailey for no reason and it's all very 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 bad I have no doubt that in the in ring it'll be really good and they'll actually get out of the sort of WWE let WWE get out of their way and actually put on a decent match but for a while now I mean well since Bianca got in this title scene it's not been the best of runs for her which is a massive massive shame because she's just so bloody likable and it's weird how you can mess that up (laughs) Yeah, you love a good laugh, uh, Nicholas. What do you think of this? I do enjoy a good laugh. Not so much on, what is it, like 50 or 100 screens. <laughs> I, I, I will say it made some some really great... You get some great photographs out of it where you've got this gigantic... Made for a good visual, I guess, but it's not what you really want to be booking a whole a whole storyline off. Is it? I mean, how? imagine someone coming at the meeting and going, just hear me out, here's the idea. <laughs> She laughs. laughs. Right? But then what? That's it. Brilliant. Brilliant. How have you come up with that? I don't know. Just It just came to me one night. I'll just laugh. Um, I feel like they've managed to do it again, haven't they? Where, you know, Bianca Belair 
we've all like loved seeing her win the belt. And then it just feels like they get the belt. And then are we going to be looking back in so many months' time where we watched the documentary where Bianca's like, my first title run just didn't kind of go the way I wanted it to go, as we always seem to get with people who get the, the, the first shot at the big time. They just don't get to just be a good, like, do good stories and be a good champion. I don't mm. know why they do this to them. Um, it's really frustrating because how much do we want to just see Bianca Belair be able to put on these amazing matches and have good storylines? And yes, we are still sad. Yeah, kind of waiting. Phil's right. Like you would probably have all the faith in the world in Bailey and Bianca putting on a good match. If they're allowed to, what's the chances, though? Some sort of shenanigans will come in this match. It's hard. It's hard to have faith in the system, I think, at this point. But I trust the performers. I don't trust anything the writers are doing, but I trust those two performers. And I guess it's sort of the same with Ripley and Charlotte, although mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like somehow there's less to like than that, even, yeah. even more. Uh, yeah. Strange times. Really talented people. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bianca, Bianca retains for you, uh, Nicholas? I hope so. I, I think it would be, again, I feel it would be too early. But you can never rule it out with WWE. And Vince really likes that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that could be a game changer. It's the fact of, yeah, like you both alluded to there, of, right, we're going to get these two insanely talented NXT performers to come up. One's going to win the Rumble, one's just going to come in towards the sort of road to WrestleMania, to use their, their verbiage. And they're going to fight Asuka and Charlotte Flair on one hand and Sasha and Bailey on the other. And all of it's going to be dreadful in terms of the build. <laughs> how do you, on paper, how do you mess that up? Like the story's so easy, whether you're a Royal Rumble winner or not, especially when you've got history, like, all right, Rhea and Asuka didn't really have anything there, but they could have made something instead of just being like, oh, can you get along as a tag team? No, uh, here's Charlotte Flair. She's unbearable. And to talk about Rhea and, and, and Charlotte, though, Nicholas, there, like you say, all right, Bianca and Bailey don't have a lot of substance, but at least one of them's a baby face. Who's the baby face? Are Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair? Yeah, it, it's tough because you, you. I just feel like we do this all the time. <laughs> it's tough because Rhea Ripley, for me, seemed to do her better work in NXT when she because the heel stuff worked really well and that got her into a position of you know everyone was behind her and she was kind of the badass. The badass tweener more than just a straight up baby face. Um but because the because of the Charlotte Flair role, where she is just whatever, whatever it is they want her to be, I guess, at the time that usually shoots. Yes, I, I guess she's like leaning a lot heavier towards heel these days. But it just you can't it, it's just the clashing of two you can't both be the 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 I don't know, it just doesn't work if you're both trying to be the same yeah. thing, like the the badass, but also a heel and also the smart talker like it doesn't work it's just two of the same people and obviously people are already kind of worn out again already amazingly by Charlotte Flair and it just making that the same as re- making them the same creature in this hmm. like does not doesn't it doesn't work it's just never going to work and people want a bit of variety people want them to be different they want them to have like they want you to be able to say like oh do you know what that character is this is what that character does do you know what this character is? This is what they do. In a minute, you could just you could probably do one of those quizzes on our website where it's like, who said it? Rhea or Charlotte? And you wouldn't like you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, it's baffling, this Phil, especially when you've got such a ready-made story between those two. Yeah, it's bad. Like the history is there and everything, but it's like just going back to like what Nicholas was just saying about like you couldn't tell who says what at any one particular time. Like, especially with Rhea Ripley as well, because you've got the, the look, the music, like the entrance, like the way she carries herself, everything about that screams sort of one thing, like this badass tweener her character. And yet everything they give her to say kind of makes it seem a bit like a doc. And they do this with so many people that they don't trust to sort of make things their own or to go a little bit off script, whether it's like do bullet points instead of just like scripted, scripted, scripted down the line. And, and it, she just comes off like a little bit of a loser when she's actually talking. And it's not her fault. It's the stuff she's they're giving her to say. And it doesn't make any sense. And in this, they've somehow even managed to make Charlotte look like a bit of a loser with all the Nikki Cross stuff that they've oh. played. And the amount of times, 
And Nikki Cross is also a massive loser because she had to celebrate lasting two minutes in the ring with someone like she'd won the goddamn Super Bowl. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. And then like just going in with that match over and over and over again and then the count outs on more and it's just all of this. I don't know how you see it on a piece of paper and think this person is going to look better coming off this because everything they do makes <laughs> them look worse as they go along. And now we're at a point where does anyone really care? <laughs> like in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, we kind of all agreed. I reckon that they're gonna run this back. Whatever really happens at Money in the Bank. Now, I, I, for me, I think obviously Rhea retains. Charlotte says, "Right, we're one all, one all in singles matches." And maybe then someone goes, "Should we mention the fact that?" Charlotte beat you at WrestleMania. It's a really great history that we're just not delving into. Or should we keep doing beat the clock challenges and, I don't know, put Nikki Cross in to make it a triple threat? Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I don't see Charlotte winning unless unless Rhea Ripley's reign hasn't been what Vince wanted it to be because Vince wrote it to not be what Vince wanted it to be. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, I know, well, let's go back to something that we know works. Charlotte Flair is champion. But I, I can't see it. Like, please no. <laughs> Vince making making a sandwich from himself from expired cheese in the fridge and then going, well, this isn't what I wanted at all. Oh, you did it yourself, you old knobhead. Uh, what do you think, uh, Nicholas, in terms of the result? I think Vince McMahon likes it when Charlotte wins things. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's what I think. I think Vince McMahon really enjoys that. And yes, I would love it to be Rhea Ripley winning this. And like, even though, like you say, they haven't even bothered to make this a, a huge factor, which they should have, because then you'd be like, well, this is a huge match because it's a chance for Rhea to really prove herself as the fact she can now beat Charlotte Flair and it's going to overturn all of the... Ter- like, think of the terrible... I don't know, not terrible, but think of the like, not good year that she had in comparison after she lost to Charlotte at that WrestleMania. Mm. It was bad, man. Like, she lost all her momentum. Charlotte just gone, took it, and left her for dead. Like, <laughs> and then, like, that should surely have been the whole, that's got to be a whole motivating factor. Like, you know, I, I don't forget what happened, and let's, I'm going to prove it. But I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if we get to Hell in a Cell and Charlotte just wins, and we head a little bit closer to here, getting a Ric Flair's belt record, um, and Rhea Ripley to kind of go well I don't know if it worked like it wouldn't even surprise me I, I don't want this to happen at all like I'm not a huge Rhea Ripley guy but I don't want to see Rhea Ripley lose her belt this early I want to see them have some conviction it's the same with Bianca Belair but would it surprise either of you if we came out of Hell in a Cell and Bailey and Charlotte were the champions at the end of Hell in a Cell oh. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not even sure you would be surprised because I just don't think he has he doesn't have the courage and the conviction to sort of trust these younger performers, these new performers to do stuff. I feel like Rhea Ripley is at the very beginning of where that, that Alistair Black terrible run, like he has all these things that make this character great. Let's one by one just like turn them into the, like take the cookie cutter mould and just squeeze it in there somehow, force it in until it <laughs> just looks like everybody else. That's what it feels like is happening right now. And if I was Rhea Ripley, I would be on the phone at Alistair Black, like, how, what happened with you? And how do I avoid that? Because that's happening <laughs> to me right now. It's just the entire Simpsons trim your sideburns thing, basically. Yeah. With <laughs> yes. It's a hell of a shout, that. Um, so let's talk Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns. What odds are you giving Rey winning the title, Nicholas? Uh, very poor ones. Very, mm. very poor ones. Uh, there's more chance of... Well, here we go. I'm going to say this now. I hope this doesn't go back to bite me in the arse tomorrow. More chance of the team I got in the Walk Culture draw winning the Euros, which is, in fact, Scotland. So apologies to all of our Scotland winners. Uh, winners, listeners. I think Rey Mysterio has got more chance of winning the belt off Roman than they do of winning the Euros. Okay. Um, but having said that, I do think he'll put on a hell of a match because he's driven by the passion of his family. If there's one thing, if there's one character who is a character trait in WWE, it's Rey Mysterio, loves his goddamn family, man. Like, <laughs> as one, you can take to the bank, and he will certainly put up a fight, and I'm sure there'll be, you know, I'm sure Dominic will get involved in some way, shape, or form. I'm sure it's going to be, I'm sure you're going to be entertained. Like, but I'm, then I'm also sure 
that Roman Reigns might throw him off something really, really high. <laughs> um, and, and for all intents and purposes, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I should point as well, just on, on that topic quickly before you have your take on it, loved the, and this isn't just to wind people up because I'm an AEW fan, but like how much better was Dominic Mysterio getting yeeted out of the ring, clearly on the crash mats, but you just couldn't see them how much better was that than a Chris Jericho being filmed on broken, like, you know, clearly padded stuff? It's not difficult. It's camera angles. It doesn't, I don't need to see it. I know what happened. And you can cut to him later when he's broken and mangled and all sorts. I just thought that was a really good example of how good camera work can be impactful. Like, look, every gif this, that weekend on the Saturday was just yeet, yeet, yeet. Dominic Mysterio getting yeeted by Roman in a multitude of different ways. And I thought they did it really well. And I'm very keen to watch that match, actually. I've got some some plans for that boy. Before we Here we there, go. Before we get there, Phil, your predictions for for this uh, Universal Championship match. Oh, do I really need to predict it? It's Roman Reigns, obviously. Um, yeah. What happens in it? I don't know. It could go a lot of different ways. There's, there's just too many moving parts, which has been the same as all of this Roman Reigns storyline. Really, is that there's so many moving parts that it does keep you guessing, and there is loads of different ways that they can take it. And generally, so far, every single time they've had a decision or a choice to make or a way to go with the story they've absolutely nailed it and it's been fantastic so i am very very like by far more the most looking forward to this match mm-hmm. than anything else on the card and i cannot wait to see how roman reigns kills dominic like nicholas says that chucked him so far just from the ring let alone like off a hell in a cell or whatever the <laughs> hell else he's <laughs> Um, so yeah, absolutely cannot wait. The Jimmy and Jay situation, like Jay seemed like he'd finally had enough of this nonsense on SmackDown last week, actually kind of vaguely stood up for himself for the first time in a very, very long time. There's, yeah, there's a lot going on and I'm very, very excited for it. But go on, what is, what's your pitch? I know what? you're gagging to get this out. Look at him. I wish they could see his face, man. He's been pulling the most sinister of faces this whole time. So Hamlet has got a great theory for this as well. And but you'll have to listen to the uh, the Saturday preview <laughs> to hear all that. Mine sort of piggybacks off that and something he and I have been willing into existence, I think, since Samoa Joe was fighting Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 35. But maybe not necessarily all that way back. But you talk about, like, what's Roman going to do to Dominic? I think he's, he's done all he needs to, if I'm honest. He's going to murder his dad in front of him. Let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you take a quick glance at your calendar... It's Father's Day on Sunday. <laughs> so I think... With stop, the, stop, stop leaning in. It's so weird. <laughs> big, big old summer slam. Oh, Mysterio's and Dominic in particular has got an interesting history at SummerSlam. With that on the horizon and all the other big matches they want to throw on there, I think this main event, and then you go, why is it main event, Adam? We all know it's where it's going to go. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Roman Reigns destroys Rey Mysterio. He walks off up the ramp and he holds the title up and you go, okay, where's the little signature thing in the bottom right corner? doesn't happen though. Because Dominic's there. He's there supporting his dad. There he is. It's all right, dad. Hey, we're still tag champs. Hey, Father's Day. I mean, I know you did kind of let me get my ass handed to me by, by Roman, but hey, we're together, aren't we? Hey, you know what? You're still. I'm still proud of you, dad. You, you At least you tried. And I did kind of get put in harm's way as a result of that. And you kind of neglected the tag tiles, which we're going to depend on this pay-per-view. But anyway, up on the shoulders you go. There you go. Oh, carry it to the back. I'm still proud of him. Still proud of him. Uh, he's got some sort of snazzy jacket on. And he gets halfway up the ramp. Adam Nicholas, Phil Chambers. And he, oh, it's a bit warm. A bit warm, you know. That's on his shoulders, a bit warm. Unzips it underneath. There's an I'm your pappy t-shirt. And he can electric chairs, Ray Mysterio, right on that stage. You call yourself a dad. Well, you're having that, mate. You're not my real dad. Yes, thank you, <laughs> Phil. That's what needs to happen, right? Because that's a great way that you can have them lose the tag titles and you can have them have that match at SummerSlam with the history that Dominic's got there, not just obviously last year, but all those years ago with a ladder match and the custody of Dominic. And I just want to see a Mysterio get battered, basically. Is that wrong, Adam Nicholas? Because if it is wrong, I don't want to be right. 
I'm not really sure what to say. That to be honest, um, <laughs> I've just watched. I wish I wish the people listening to this could have watched everything that was going on with you at this point when you were doing this. It was disgusting. It was awful and sinister. Uh, <laughs> but I did kind of like it weirdly. <laughs> Although I have to be honest, what I thought you were going to say, which I guess it won't hold up because I'm sure they want to have a quote unquote big big match with Roman at SummerSlam that wouldn't be this. But I thought you were going to go down the route of like, well, Roman basically makes, he beats Ray so bad and he forces Dominic and says to him like, I'm your dad now. I'm your dad now. And Dominic's like, yeah, right, I guess so. <laughs> I guess you're my dad now. And he acknowledges him as his dad. And then Ray's like, I want to have a match for the custody of my son at SummerSlam against Roman Reigns in a ladder match. I realise Roman's got bigger fish to fry, but that is where I thought you were going with that. That's a hell of a shout as well. Phil, what do you reckon? Is it a hell of a shout? <laughs> <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I, I mean, imagine, Roman, come. imagine Roman saying the words, I'm your puppy now. I'm your like, puppy. That come would on. be pretty great. But then... Where would Jay and Jimmy fit in this family, this big happy family of theirs? I guess they'd make We've that. Got they'd, ages, be, Phil. they'd be Dominic's own ages. <laughs> Yeah, of course they would. They'd be the fun uncles who took them to the park and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just swinging in between their arms. Yeah. <laughs> like holding his hands. They'd have a great time. It'd be amazing. I'd watch those I'd vignettes. I'd be down for those vignettes. 100% <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for those vignettes. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Right, before we get on to the hashtag bloody good quiz, um, there's one final match to preview, Phil Chambers. Oh, God. Phil Chambers. It's Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. And could we see a major wrestling return? Is Lily coming back? <laughs> but she's gone now forever, I assume. Oh, this is the actual worst. Um <laughs> I, 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 I don't even have any words. I don't know what to say <laughs> for this. It's awful in every aspect. <laughs> and this is what Shayna Baszler is these days, I guess. A sort of B player in a terrible Alexa Bliss storyline with Lily and Nia Jax. I don't understand any of this. It's going to be some kind of nonsense. They've got to get the nonsense out of the way while they've still got the Thunderdome, basically, haven't they? Like, 
I'm guessing this is why maybe they're ramping up the Lily stuff and like, oh God, when we have fans back, we're not going to be able to do this kind of absolute bollocks. So let's just get <laughs> it all out of the way now. Same with Bailey in this, the screens and a laugh. Like they've only got the Thunderdome for a few more weeks. They've got to make the most of it while they still can. So let's get all of this bollocks out of the way at this pay-per-view. Let's let them go nuts, do whatever the hell they want to do. And then let's move on with our lives when fans come back, because hopefully that will be the end of this. <laughs> Because you were wagging your finger as he said that. I think you may be onto something there, Phil. I feel like maybe the reason things have gone as mad as they have, I mean, not that they've been steady before that, of course, <laughs> is possibly because they've went, right, we've only got so many more weeks. I want everyone to write down on a piece of paper, like, how can we use the Thunderdome for the last couple of weeks? Like, what's all the wildest ideas we could possibly come up with? Like, do they fit into a storyline? Is laughing a storyline? These are all <laughs> on a whiteboard somewhere. And someone's has written a bunch of stuff down and maybe they'll just be going through one by one and tick these off the list. I think when you said Willborn, like Garho, whichever one of you was who said it, like, we can't surely do this once we're out of the Thunderdome era. That sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> that's if I'm Vince McMahon and I hear this, I hear what are you saying? You couldn't possibly do all this with us an audience there, could you? Right, well, okay. Let me show you. I'll put smiles <laughs> on faces. I'm so glad you're back here. <laughs> Thanks for your tickets. And here's a doll. <laughs> there's no there's no way in hell Shayna Baszler wins this, though, is there, Phil? Oh, God, no. I mean, no. <laughs> like, Or maybe it's some, like, a win that just absolutely does not matter because the storyline, like, over the top of it is, like, so much, has way more focus put on it. I mean, at this point, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if someone came out and dressed as like a Lily doll, but like Mae Young's hand was when he was all grown up. Oh, my God. Genuinely wouldn't why, why, be surprised if that you, happened right now. Why are you putting these things in existence, Phil? <laughs> why are you making them happen? My question is, right, just think in a couple of years' time, a couple of years' time, will it get that far? I don't know. Where does Alexa Bliss go after all of this, right? How do you, uh, like, genuinely... So the Undertaker doubled down on a gimmick of being undead and weird for his whole career, didn't he? Right, mm, yeah. and it was a it was a miracle he got through the other end fairly unscathed. I think we can all agree. Like, shouldn't have worked that. <laughs> Should not have worked. Yeah. Like, totally weird. We just got to the point where we all accepted that he can has the power to make lightning bolts fly everywhere and dongs go off under command and make flames go and all this sort of thing and has an unlimited supply of druids. Presumably, where's the website he gets them from? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He pulled it off, and I think he pulled it off at a time period when you could do that. You cannot tell me this is Alexa Bliss's character and career forever now. Like, how how does she get back from this? And at one at what point are we going to hear that promo where they're going to be like, "Didn't he used to be like really weird with a doll and like <laughs> have powers and stuff and have goo all the time? Where's the goo, got, Alexa?" Ah, <laughs> oh, I was just going through my teens, like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> They'll just bring back Dr. Shelby. They'll put her in some kind of therapy sessions. He'll fix it in two weeks and we'll move on with our lives. You think? Someone like the boogeyman turning up and just casting a spell on her. And like, <laughs> and that's it. Like, he gets, oh, the clock. Like... he gets the clock and like winds the hand back of the clock. It's like, ooh, like, I'm back in time. And then it's only affects Alexa, though. And she just comes back out one day dressed as Alexa oh. Bliss. Raw starts one week and it like it all goes like heart music and then wobbly and then she wakes up in bed and it was all a dream. Oh, Dumb. I would love that. It was all a dream. A <laughs> <laughs> few things about the points you raised there. Wouldn't it be amazing if you know the whole uh, the law, the law of Alexa or the law of the fiend? The law of the fiend. It's just yeah, they do loads of spooky bollocks and then they lose in six minutes. That, that would be amazing. Shelly basically just chose the life out and wins. Oh, there you go. That's that turns out that's that's great. Second of all, whatever you do this weekend, do not look up Alexa Bliss's, I think, six hundred dollar cameos. Just <laughs> no, like a childlike girl saying, Well, thanks. Why did she do them in this character? <laughs> and a couple of other things <laughs> you say about like People say, oh, what about The Undertaker or whatever? Like, I saw some of the other day on one of our, like, you know, news. Send us Twitter questions for the news or whatever. I promise I won't bury you all the time if you send us Twitter questions at what point. <laughs> but someone said, like, oh, I see you slagging off, uh, see you slagging off uh, Lily 
you know, Alexa Bliss and her, her Lily doll. Didn't see you say didn't see you saying this about little Jimmy or uh, Mr. Socko or the Cobra. Oh, one rope for one, one rope for another, isn't it? Just yes, yes, because obviously, clearly, that was a time when you know Santino was like, "This is a real Cobra, brother." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna like squash people. And move to pretty much the top of the female roster almost. Yeah. By controlling magic powers with this snake on my hand. Like <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the money in the bank preview. Who's your money on? Is it little Jimmy grabbing the briefcase on Sunday? I mean, he might have already done it. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> he was robbed. Yeah. Oh and man. The other funny thing, I think I think Cedric told me this that someone apparently said, you know, you're talking about like crowds returning, and they couldn't possibly do all that. Apparently, someone said. Yeah, it's a real shame when crowds come back because we can't do that cool stuff that Bailey did with the screens. You you don't want crowds to come back. You're the only person in the world who's like, yeah, you know what? What's the rush? What's the, who cares? I've got, got used to the crowds now. Cool. <sighs> Tell you what, one thing I am looking forward to with the Thunderdome, you know how they've got the long-standing WWE tradition of whenever they like change sets, they have to do something to the old set before they move on to the new mm. one, like throw someone through it or smash it or whatever. What is going to happen in the Thunderdome on the final Thunderdome show? And please let it be Roman Reigns just hurling someone into the screens and then like dominoes, just the whole thing collapses all around him, just leaving piles of smoke and debris everywhere. Oh, just one by one. I think it'd be like smashing the heads through one by one, like the same <laughs> person. Just like, it'd probably be Ray. <laughs> just smash, <laughs> smash, buff, 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 yeah, buff. smash. Keeps going through. Say hello to this fan. Bang and this fan. <laughs> bang and this fan. Bang. And he's like just screaming at the faces on the thing. Acknowledge me, acknowledge me. But it's just the screen. So what can you do? And it's not even live. It's just reused footage from no, six it's... weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's going to be fascinating now. Like when fans do come back, yeah, it's going to be everyone's excited. Yeah, how long does it take before? Obviously and correctly, the fans who are going to be upset with the fact that this show has been absolutely terrible for like so very long now are actually going to make that heard in this in person at the shows, and they aren't going to be able to ignore it or edit it out because there are fans there now. Like the thing with this, though, I thought about this. They've spent a lot of effort in the Thunderdome getting this side of the production thing, like way better than it ever was in like before, like the, the sound in the Thunderdome, like every now and then you, you sort of forget almost because mm. they've actually got it to a point where it's really kind of good. It's integrated into the show. It kind of mm. fits. They've got all the little chance.wav buttons. What's stopping them just turning down the real crowd a little bit and raising up then brand new fancy fake crowd that they've been working on for the past year. Oh, don't give them, yeah, they absolutely were. Well, great reception here for, uh, for I don't know, Drew McIntyre and just see everyone thumbs down. <laughs> deafening cheers for him. Yeah, I would not. I mean, that. judging by some of the ticket sales for the, some of their new shows, they're in for a bit of a shock anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can already see the news videos we'll be putting out in a few. Unbelievably low attendance at this venue once again. <laughs> Look at this picture of half an empty arena and not because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I glanced at some of the prices as well for that. I thought, mm. well, really confident about people wanting to spend money on this when it comes to <laughs> Oh, man. Imagine being the person who's compiled all of the .wav files, right? Like, you've put time in there. You've, yep. like, you've really come... And as you say, they have got to the point where... I remember early doors, you could hear some stuff that you really just never ever heard could you like yeah specific mic noises or whatever that you just normally would not hear and they've spent ages really getting at the point where it's almost seamless and then they're like whoever's got that folder it's like well it was a good summer we had a good <laughs> summer <laughs> they probably need to fire him anyway to rehire at their live that's what i mean they fired last yeah. year <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let us know your thoughts on all of that and uh, and Helen Cell, of course, this weekend at What Culture WWE on Twitter. Make sure you join myself and Phil Chambers for our live stream of Hell in a Cell and our reaction to it on Sunday night. But enough of all this. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz, uh, I'll tell you what, Nicholas, this is a this is a name that will ring a bell from you. It's brought to you. By Reginald Fairfield. 
<laughs> Again, last week, Reginald Fairfield left us a one-star review on iTunes <laughs> uh, saying, Unfortun- "Unfortunately, missable." Meh. Well, he's back. He's back. Are you allowed to leave two reviews? How is that a thing? I think he's deleted the first one because this one now reads, Swerve, now that I got my very real name, I question whether it was a fake name, Phil. Now that I got my very neat real name read out on WrestleCulture, I can reveal the truth. I love these guys. I've loved them the whole time, Austin. Don't do this. Don't do one-star reviews that I then have to correct next week. But thank you for that, Reginald. Does that stay on... Does that stay on our permanent record? That one star, though. <laughs> he's deleted, I think. So, or he's, he's just uh, gone on and gone. Change review to five star. <laughs> so maybe I should stop slagging off people who leave us five star reviews because they go on and go. I'm not having that anymore. Yeah, change that <laughs> <to> one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this week's quiz. It's all about LNSL, <laughs> and the beauty of it is, I can just reuse questions from our. This is the hardest LNSL quiz ever video because that was like six months ago so yeah we're not doing another video quiz so just just use this again i suppose shall we uh gents why you, not yeah you, you, <laughs> why? Uh, we don't so, care we just wait to see how to answer the questions yeah. <laughs> wait for me to come to you i mean we'll still get them wrong oh, yeah. Yeah, same <laughs> but we'll get them wrong together phil that's all that's, that's all that matters <laughs> as always though this quiz is just for fun okay question number one Concerns last year's Hell in a Cell. I want you boys to tell me what was the longest match at Hell in a Cell 2020? Was it Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Sasha Banks versus Bailey, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre, or Bobby Lashley versus Slapjack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is the is the thing I want to say. One but of those some, names stands out. <laughs> but uh, for some, yeah, it does. It does. It really does. For some reason, though, I might just go for, I might go for Bailey and Sasha, you know. For some reason, I just, got a sneaky suspicion. Yeah, I'll go for that, please, Jeff. It was the best match at Hell in a Cell 2020, but it wasn't the longest. Ah. So. You did say Randy Orton's name. I did say the <laughs> yeah. name. I didn't want to just give in to the Randy Orton cracker. But there yeah. You go. go on. We'll go with Randy Orton. Gotta be. It seems like a safe bet. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. It is Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> this is Drew McIntyre. It went over half an hour in the main event. Over half an hour. Jeez. And it was the worst Hell in a Cell match. Roman Reigns was KO so open 29 minutes, and according to Wikipedia at least, 29 minutes and 6 seconds. Um... Good stuff. Then, yeah, Sasha Bailey, fantastic, incredible sort of, not wasn't that proper conclusion, but a real definitive point in that feud. 26 minutes, 29 seconds for Sasha and Bailey. 30 minutes, 33 seconds for Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. It was crap. It was really crap. And they needlessly took the title off Drew McIntyre. Uh, but let's return to question two. Uh, including this year's matches, how many... Hell in a Cell matches have there been? Is it 27, 37, 47, or 57 Hell in a Cell matches? I think too many uh, is definitely actually, the right answer here. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> ha- like, just the match type, not the pay-per-view. Exactly, yes. Matches outside Hell in a Cell. Okay. Phil, I'm going to go... 47 because I can't just please don't let it be 57. Feels like a good number 47. It is not 57, it is 47. There we go. I'm going for that. (laughs) (laughs) Still, yeah, far, far too many and many, many matches that I could run through and you'd go, "Uh, (laughs) we'll probably go, really? That was in Hell in a Cell? Yeah. Uh, Okay, question three. I feel like Phil's slightly an advantage for this. What year was the first Hell in a Cell match? Bill. <laughs> oh, 1997. Ah, ah. Imagine. No, wrong. Yes, of course. No. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> As you said that, Phil, I was thinking like, don't say any more because there might be some other questions. I got you. <laughs> uh, 
It's got to be oh. a bad state of affairs when you've had 47 of these matches and the first two are still the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mad. Madness. Uh, right. So we are on to question four. In fairness, Sasha Banks has done her best to, like, she try has. and change that over the last yeah. three years or whatever. She it really is. has. She's tried her awesome. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, who has a better win percentage inside hell? <sighs> is it Kane, CM Punk, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? There's only three options. Only three options. I think this was from Ooh. the quiz, so I brought Hell. Is it Punk? It's not Punk. <sighs> ah, crap. Um, i trying to think how many Austin would have actually been in. Yeah. I can only and think then, of one. Yeah, and then does that give me Oh, wait, proof? no. Was, it, was that a hand cell or was that a... Uh, I don't know, but I'll go with, I'll go with, I've mentioned him, so I'll go with Stone Cold, even though Kane must have been in so many at this point that he's probably got a better ratio in the long term. Off the top of my head, I think of two. Two Stone Cold ones, because there was a, the tag one as well on Raw, wasn't there? And he won one. It's 50%, and it is the correct answer. Boom. Mm. Sometimes maths is all right. Two. Question number five. How many was Pumpkin then? I cannot remember. <laughs> that is not part of the quiz. <laughs> no follow up questions, please. Question five. Uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, of course, had the longest Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood 2004. But how long was it? Was it? Too long. The fact that this is. This is the first option. Speaks volume. Was it 37 minutes, 47 minutes, 57 minutes, or 67 Phil. minutes? Nick, Phil. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I had 40-something in my Do head, again. so I was going to go 47. Do it again. I think it's the same. It is 47 yeah. minutes. You indulgent bastards. <laughs> just crap, that. well, wasn't it? I, I hate them, you know. I have, I've reached the point where I hate them. <laughs> I hate them now because it's starting to translate over at NXT as well. I say starting, it translated wow, over. Yeah. And it's, I just hate them. I hate them now. It's a pure... They took something I loved. They t- took it from me. God damn it. Yeah, it was the bit where they were like, hey, Johnny Gargano, do you want to pose like... Ah, uh, oh, don't, uh-huh. don't. I'm getting angry now. Don't do it. <laughs> what yeah. have they done to our boy Johnny, Phil? What have they done? I know, right? What are they... It's <laughs> sad. Quick, actually, quick quick poll, because I did this... I did a Q&A uh, podcast yesterday with Gareth, uh, and he revealed he wasn't a fan of the Index storyline. You two like it or not, in the Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis's star-crossed lovers think I think I'm, I'm coming not... round on it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the best person to ask I've, I was there for the beginning of it and then have like been uh, lapsed and I didn't like it then <laughs> I don't like the idea of it I don't like any of the things I've seen about it I can't stand Dexter Loomis so there's a strong chance that I don't like it but what I will say is and this was ages ago which tells you how long ago it was do you remember when they were in that therapy session um, it was like all of the way were in the therapy session. Mm. And it, was, it turned out Gargano had paid the therapist and it wasn't actually a real therapist or whatever. The only time I've enjoyed this is where, in, is, and it's always in the Hartwell, it's never yeah. ever anything Dexter Loomis does ever, was her like pulling a face in that, she said something about me and she kind of went, oh, and like pulled this <laughs> face. And I was like, you know what it is, that's quite funny. But I, uh, no, no, I don't like Dexter Loomis. Enough to not like him with anybody else. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> But Everize rules, right? Oh, Everize rules. I mean, that goes without saying, doesn't it? That's, that's, that was that was the real quiz. Good, good stuff. Right, okay. <laughs> question six. Four, one to Phil. Question six. Who did Kurt Angle pin to win the Hell in a Cell match at Armageddon 2? Phil. Nicholas. I'm going to give it to Nicholas. Oh, are you now? I goddamn right he is. Phil, <laughs> uh, that's why. I've gone, I've gone in strong here, and I'm, I think I'm... I'm Think I'm sure it's the rock, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. who I was going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 
Because someone does the finisher onto the rock and then Angle chucks them away, I'm sure, and nicks the pin or something like that, doesn't he? But that's, that's not part of the quiz either, is it? So <laughs> <laughs> No follow-ups, remember? Because <laughs> yeah. take, us, take us on the roof, just chilling after he's chucked Rikishi off. Like, yeah. not in any rush to go back to the match for some reason. <laughs> Rikishi's uh, in the truck, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Rikishi's in the truck. And he did. <laughs> um, and then I'm sure it's like Rock, Austin and Triple H are in there as well, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I'm sure someone hits a finisher on the rock and then Kay chucks them out and gets the pin. Something along those lines. I rewatched that ahead of this weekend. Although maybe, like you say, Phil, I'm just going to ruin it for myself when no. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, okay, question seven or two to Phil. How many tar- oh, Sorry, how many TV matches was Ryback undefeated in and <laughs> lost to CM Punk at Hell in Hell? Hang on, address him correctly. How many matches was friend of the channel Ryback? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bear on my manners. Uh, a, a friend of the channel, the Ryback. <laughs> the Ryback. <laughs> friend of the channel, the Ryback rules. <laughs> yeah, how many was he undefeated until he lost to CM Punk at Hell in a Cell 2012 by getting, I think, hoid in the dick and then pinned by two people, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, was it 28, 38, 48 or 58 TV matches undefeated? Go on, Phil. Um, Nicholas, I'll tell you what, I'll steal. It's not going to be this, but 48. <laughs> it's close to 47. Why not? It's not 48. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were they? 28, 38? 48, 58. I don't know if it was, was it that high? I can't even remember. 38. That's it the quiz. There we go. Matches undefeated. He's got a great YouTube channel, though. Mm. <laughs> It's got a YouTube channel. If you ever see, you want to see a man eat things in a car. <laughs> if I ever want to see a man eat things in a car or car adjacent food content, I'll stick with Jerry Seinfeld on comedians and cars getting coffee. I think that'll do me. <laughs> uh, what have we got on there? Just see if we've got any recent things on his YouTube channel. <laughs> you always do this. We'll be in the middle of a podcast and he's like, he has some good podcasts for you. I'm going to look on a YouTube channel in silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is how we do radio. His recent ones. The man, literally from a background in radio as well. Take <laughs> advantage. Have a look, his, his recent recent videos. Is, uh, Ryback feeding time, super high protein, chili cheese dogs, whopping 113 grams of protein. If you want to go and check that out. A mere 20 minutes of your time watching <laughs> How many, how many views? Doing well. 74k at time of recording. Not bad. Nice. So the meal, the meal we Maybe we should start eating things in cars. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> shall we? I'll do that. <laughs> right, Adam. I'm here to eat. That's oh, too much. I think if that's the problem, I'd be like, full, full now. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I, I like I like how you assumed that because you were eating food in a car that you would just lose all of your presenter skills. <laughs> like, like, Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, I'm in a car. I've got a burger here with, uh, with cheese on it. It's <laughs> going into like an ASMR channel. <laughs> yeah. Hello. It's right back feeding time. Subway toasted buffalo sandwich. And then I don't know what happens. So you've got that. He's got a Subway toasted buffalo sandwich. Then he writes, right back feeding time. Subway toasted buffalo sandwich. Nexus SummerSlam invasion pitch. Right back WWE. <laughs> So I don't know what's going on there, but I mean Keywords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a gob full of sandwich while he tells you about his old pitch that he had once. Yeah. I am Adam. I'm about here. him winning the entire Nexus yeah. angle on his own. I'm here to eat cheeseburger here for what culture. Also, if you want to know about cryptocurrencies, I'm gonna be talking about that 15 minutes yeah. into the video. Yeah. Also, Elon Musk. Just <laughs> whatever the big hitters are. Just <laughs> stuffing your face full of food and just Talking about keywords, you've got to listen to Elon Musk PewDiePie. Right, uh, final few questions. Three questions to go. Logan Uh, Paul! (laughs) (laughs) Question, uh, I don't know, eight. eight, Question. Hell in a Cell 2017 was Bobby Roode's main roster pay-per-view debut, but who did he beat? Was it? My God. Nicholas. 
I'm just going to say this. I don't know. It's usually Dolph Ziggler. They give him a new person. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler, please. (laughs) (laughs) And look at them now. Honestly, they went through a a format for ages where it was just, oh, you're from NXT, are you? (laughs) Yes, a a match against Dolph Ziggler. They did it with Ty. They did it with Nakamura. They did it with Bobby Roode. I'm sure they did it with Drew. They didn't put him in a match with him, but they paired him up with him. Like... (laughs) Just give him a Dolph. He'll do something <laughs> with them. Oh, magic. Uh, right, an either or question for you now. So if you get it wrong, the point will go to your opponent. Question nine. Taking us back to a, gr- a memorable stream. Which earlobe... Nicholas, Nicholas left ear, left ear, left ear. <laughs> yeah. It was left ear Richie Hello, uh, Jeff Hardy's oh. running on a screwdriver in the Hell in a Cell 2018. It was his left. Oh, I've tried. <laughs> Burnt into I've your mind yeah. forever. We watched it live and the therapy never got rid of it. It just, <laughs> it just kept it there. Okay, 5-4. So, Ooh. if Nicholas gets this, it's all square. But as always, it's just for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. Question 10. What star rating did Dave Meltzer give 2019's main event? Was it? Oh, hang on. It's the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's the star police. <laughs> well, would you look at that, Kevin? <laughs> Was it's the it? police. <laughs> Was it minus two stars, minus three stars, minus four stars, or minus five stars? What was the Hell. main event? The main event? That's what I was going to ask as well. Well, according to, to their Instagram the other day, it was uh, Seth Oh, Rollins it was that. Jeff Hardy. Okay. It was, in fact, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. Yeah. 2019 it was, wasn't it? Yeah? 2019. Right. Phil. Go on, Go on. Phil. Then, uh, see, I was going to say, before you said it, I was going to say minus two stars, but then it all came flooding back. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, where did go think, that mental... Home- well, think about how many stars you was, you've got to get rid of just to get to zero, right? Mm. <laughs> Still quite and a lot of stars, that. And then it's I'm going to stick with minus two stars. I think that sounds good, that. It is. There minus we go. <laughs> two stars. So it could have been a lot worse, apparently. It could have. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> What's his lowest star match ever? Well, that's a very good question. He's got to be. He must have done minus five. Not Charlie. part of the quiz, Phil. Not, not part sure of the quiz. <laughs> no follow-ups. No follow-ups. You've got Sheik and uh, Volkov, haven't you? I'm not sure if that's his stars, though. Go on, yeah. Phil. You can do this. He's honest. M- Meltzer, minus five. He's given to four matches, apparently. Wow. Um, Bushwhackers versus Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik from Heroes yeah, of Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior from Halloween Havoc 98. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mr. That's a... I know, Mr. T versus Roddy Piper from WrestleMania. Let's say Mr. Perfect then. I was like, sorry? Yeah, but yes. <laughs> and Junkyard Dog versus Moondog Spot <laughs> from the WWF Wrestling Classic. <laughs> Whoever Moondog Spot was. Did they invent a person just to put up against the Junkyard Dog? Because <laughs> they wanted some kind of dog fight. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's a doggy dog world out there, guys. <laughs> we need the match. And also one match from uh, Triple Mania, which is uh, Villano... Three, four, and five versus Murder Clown, Monster Clown, and Psycho Clown. <laughs> I can't think for a minute why that would be getting such a low rating. Ah, <laughs> oh, and Wilborn at minus four stars. Jenna Maraska versus Shamel. Yes, I love that match. <laughs> you do love that match as well. I'd never seen that match before until you, I met you. You made me yeah, watch me it. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was the Australian Red Cross live stream we did, wasn't it? That it was, was indeed. We should do another one of them when we can get back into the office. This is our <laughs> final live stream out of the office, technically, Phil. Probably, yeah. <laughs> are we are we coming back to the office as fans come back to pay-per-views? Yeah, I think so. I think we have yeah. to. Absolutely. Nice. Love uh, it. Well, join us for that live stream on Sunday night. <laughs> And Phil Chambers uh, will be do- reacting to that. And then myself and Michael Hamflet will be whispering our thoughts on it in the small <laughs> hours of Monday morning. So subscribe to What Culture Wrestling for that. But let us know your thoughts on everything we have discussed at What Culture WWE, of course. So actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow this week's winner of the quiz, 6-4 Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Adam Nicholas at... 
It's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, including our extended preview of Hell in a Cell with myself and Michael Hamlet and his genius booking idea, uh, which will be out tomorrow. But this has been Wrestle Culture. Uh, thanks once again to Reginald Fairfield for his adapted star rating <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe and leave leave us a five-star review let's not mess about anymore leave us a five-star review on itunes but my thanks to reginald thanks to phil thanks to nicholas thank you for joining us and we will see you soon wrestling even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.